Yes, 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 yes. Welcome to another interesting episode of All Things Basketball Podcast. And of course, I'm your host, Coach Loop. How's everybody doing out there in basketball world? I hope you're doing good because I sure am. And I'm ready and raring to go with episode 88, people. Man, we're getting close. We're getting close. I'm going to tell you right now, man, you know, we've been moving and moving and just keeping our heads down over here at All Things Basketball Podcast and working hard. But we're really getting close to that milestone, people. But right now, we're getting ready to get into episode 88. And the name of episode 88 is WNBA Victory. The name of episode 88, people, WNBA Victory. And, of course, a lot of people, it's been all over the news, man, what's going on in the WNBA. But, like, what we do here at All Things Basketball Podcast, we kind of ease into the topic like we always do. And, of course, that's what we're going to continue to do here at All Things Basketball Podcast. So let's get started with Episode 88, WNBA Victory. But I tell you what, before we get started, you know what we got to do, people. We got to tap in. Tap in the All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram. Follow me and I'm going to follow you. Tap in the All Things Basketball Podcast on Facebook. And if you need good training, you know what to do. Hit the email button, leave your information, and we'll get right back to you. Download, share, like, download. Come on, people, All Things Basketball Podcast. It's for you. Let's go. Well, last night, man, we had a heck of a game that went on. The Memphis Grizzlies against the Houston Rockets. Well, of course, you know, um, my main man, Russell Westbrook, was a DMP. He did not play, all right? But there was an excellent guard battle that was going on, and I hope you all get got to watch it because if you got to watch the game last night, you saw a superstar in the making and one John Morant. John Morant was balling out of control, man. And, of course, you know James Harden did what he do. He did his thing, 40-plus points. But I tell you what, if there's any question, any question on who's going to be the rookie of the year this year, all you have to do is turn your channel over to the Memphis Grizzlies and watch the John Morant do his thing, man. I think it's hands down right now. He's leading the pack. Now, of course, it's still early. But I tell you what, he's surging real hard for that rookie of the year. John Morant is playing phenomenal. And he's also putting a little hot sauce on that hot dog, man. He's going behind the back, man. He's going, throwing alley-oops, bounce passes between the leg. I tell you, he's really showing out. I think he's just getting more and more comfortable as the season goes on with the NBA play, man. When you're a rookie, it takes a little while. But, you know, John Morant is really getting comfortable with the NBA game. And so now you're going to see a lot more pizzazz and a lot more um, moves coming out of his pocket. Excellent ball player, John Moran, man. And last night, man, him and James Harden put on a show. You know the beard, man. The beard really does his thing. And he put on a show. He, I guess he said, listen, young boy, I'm going to have to show you what it's all about. But Memphis Grizzlies won the game. They won the game. They've won six in a row. And, of course, with the with, with John Morant leading the way, the Memphis Grizzlies are really improving. Nice, strong, young team they got. Nice, strong, young team. And I tell you what, they might slip into that eighth spot. 
If they continue to play this way, they might slip into that eighth spot. But again, out of that Memphis building, Ja Morant was phenomenal last night. And of course, I've always said it, and we all said it at the round table, uh, you know, Ja Morant is unanimous. He is the rookie of the year. Unless something big happens, you know, we got R.J. Barrett doing his thing for my New York Knicks, but I believe John Morant is really surging right now for that Rookie of the Year position, and that award is basically his unless something real drastic happens in the upcoming months. John Morant is phenomenal. Well, coming out of that New York building, man, we got some hope. We got some promise. We got a little bit of a shining star in the making, man. Well, we got a young man that's on our G League team, the Westchester Knicks. His name is Kenny Wooten out of the University of Oregon. Phenomenal player, man. And I don't know why my New York Knicks haven't moved him up from the G League, but he's on a two-way contract, which means you can let go of the, the G League contract and just have the existing NBA contract. And I think that's what the New York Knicks should do because the New York Knicks need a spark. And that is what Kenny Wooten definitely is. The man can jump out the gym. He can do a little bit of everything. He's a human highlight film. And I tell you what, the garden needs that right now. The garden needs high-flying dunk acts in the building. And Kenny Wooten is that player. Remember that name, Kenny Wooten. New York Knicks. He should be in a New York uniform anytime now because they just signed him to a two-way deal. And so you'll start to see him on the garden floor. I don't know when. I feel he should be in on the garden floor right now. He's that phenomenal. And I tell you what, I can't wait to see him in a New York Knicks uniform doing his high-flying act, dunking on people, and et cetera, et cetera. But coming out of that New York building, Kenny Wooten. Keep an eye on him. He's going to be a phenomenal player. And, of course, he's on my New York Knicks. All right. Once again, tap in, people. Tap in the All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram. Follow me, and I'm going to follow you. Tap in the All Things Basketball Podcast on Facebook. And if you need good training, you know what to do. Hit the email button, leave your information, and we'll get right back to you. Download, share, like. Download. Come on, people. All Things Basketball Podcast. It's for you. It really is for you. Let's go. All right. Out of that Miami building, people. Well, the Miami Heat are still looking for one big trade. I don't think Miami should make a move at all. I really like their young nucleus, man. A young nucleus can really go far. But, you know, in the NBA, a lot of the general managers... Even when teams are going good, they start to look around and say, we need one more piece. I don't believe the Miami Heat need anything more but to let these young guys play, mature, and grow. You already got Jimmy Butler in the building. He's a phenomenal player. Let him continue to play and let these young guys continue to play. They're a phenomenal team. They're in the third position, man. The Miami Heat are in the third position, and they're surprising a lot of people in the Eastern Conference. And so even though right now the Miami Heat really feel like they need to make one more major move, and they probably will, 
but it won't be without uh, giving up something. And you might have to give up one of them young players. But again, I don't think they're going to give up a young player. I think they're going to um, unload a few veteran contracts, like Goran Dragic's contract. He's a phenomenal player, but he's getting a little bit older. And I think they're trying to move him and bring in a small forward. Like I said a few podcasts ago, the Miami Heat are looking for a dynamic small forward that can score and rebound. And so you might be able to get that in the building, but you're going to have to give up a little bit more than Goran Dragic to get that in the building. And so that's what's going on in Miami. The Miami Heat are looking for one more big trade, whether it's right now or right before the trade deadline. All right. Al Horford. Al Horford is playing phenomenal for the Philadelphia 76ers. And the funny thing about it, while Joel Embiid is not on the floor, Al Horford is in his old position. The position he played in with the Boston Celtics, as well as the position he played with the Atlanta Hawks. Center. I always believed that Al Horford, even though he's a smaller center at six ten and a half, I always believed that's his position. He can play that center position defensively and offensively. And I'm telling you, it's showing right now that Al Horford can play some center, man. He is really showing what he's worth. He, and the Philadelphia 76ers uh, are getting all that they can out of him. They they spent $100 million on Al Horford, and they're getting every penny because Al Horford is playing phenomenal. Al's been a cagey veteran. He's been around a little while, very high IQ on the basketball court, but he's really showing that he can score from the inside as well as the outside, and he can play some stellar defense when it's time to play some stellar defense. And so in my eyes, Al Horford has always been a better center than a better power forward, but he doesn't like to play center. He really likes playing power forward. But I believe he's a much better center. And right now in that Philadelphia building, Al Horford is showing out. He's really showing what he's all about, man. Phenomenal player, Al Horford. Well, once again, people, tap in, baby. Tap in the All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram. Follow me and I'm going to follow you. Tap in the All Things Basketball Podcast on Facebook. And if you need good training, you know what to do. Hit the email button, leave your information, and we'll get right back to you. Download, share, like, download. Come on, people, All Things Basketball Podcast. It's for you. Let's go. Well, it's a big, big victory, people. And I mean, everybody played their part in the WNBA, from the players to the coaches to the front office. Everybody played their part in what happened. And the WNBA has finally got a new collective bargaining agreement on the table, not signed. But I tell you, it's a wonderful, wonderful thing, man. And of course, you know, Coach Luke has been singing that cry for the longest, the women need to be paid and they need to be compensated like professionals. And so now it's finally getting ready to happen. And I'd like to give a big, big shout out to Kathy Engelbert, the new commissioner in the WNBA. She vowed that things would change and now the change has come. But I'll tell you what, 
You also got to give a strong, strong shout out to all of the women in the WNBA on that front line, man. They really pushed. They really pushed in the media. Every time they got in front of a microphone, they talked about it. And I tell you what, it was just a beautiful, beautiful thing. Candace Parker talked about it. She talked about it. She sang about it all day and all night. And, of course, you got Liz Cabar. She talked about it. A lot of players came to the table for this. And I'm so, so happy that they handled it in the right way. They handled it very quiet. They handled it very quiet. And a lot of meetings went on before this was done. You know, they started at the WNBA um, All-Star break. And now they've come to a conclusion. They, the women, the WNBA, has a new collective bargaining agreement. Now, the collective bargaining agreement stands for a lot of great things. One of the things that happened is the 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 um, average salary of one hundred and twenty-five to one hundred and fifty thousand has tripled. So now you're looking at the average player in the WNBA making upward of 450 grand a season. Wonderful, wonderful. Now that's the average player because now when you talk about all-stars, they're going to tip the scale wherever they negotiate and it'll probably be over a million dollars per season. And so it's a wonderful, wonderful thing. An excellent day in the WNBA and that's why we call in this show the WNBA Victory. Kudos to you ladies for sticking sticking to your guns and talking about it, and then now change has come. And it couldn't come again without a great commissioner like Kathy Engelbert. This is her second season coming up on the job, and she's already making great strides and great dents. All right, now before we continue with this, we also have an excellent paternity leave, uh, a paternity leave allowance that goes to the women that will have children while they're in their career. All right. And it's a wonderful thing, man. There's a lot of different perks that go into this new collective bargaining agreement. And I'm just so excited for the WNBA. As you know, Coach Luke is a big, big fan of the WNBA. Love it, love it, love it. And I'm just loving what I'm hearing about the pay raise for the women Upwards of a hundred of a four hundred and fifty thousand for the average player, and it's a wonderful thing. I like to give a strong shout out to the players union president, Nika Akumake. All right. Her and Kathy Engelbert sat down tons of times, as well as all of the women that's on the front line, and I'll start to name a few of them right now. Strong shout out, of course, like I just said to the Players uh, Union President, Nika Akumake, Chini Akumake, all right, Liz Cavage, okay, Elena Deladon, Sue Bird, L.I., you got to pull, all right, you got Diana Tarasi, you got Brittany Griner, Maya Moore, man, she sat out, she refused to play, so another shout out to Maya Moore. All right, you got Asia Wilson. Wonderful situation. Skylar Diggins-Smith. Okay, kudos to all of the women that were on the front line. 
Candace Parker, once again, we mentioned her earlier. Kudos to all of the women that stood on the front line and wouldn't budge. And now we have a new collective bargaining agreement in place, not signed. It has to be signed, people. But as long as the new collective bargaining agreement is in place for the women, it's a beautiful day. And that's why this show is called The WNBA Victory. All right. All right. We get, we, we're moving along. Wonderful show. Wonderful show. And we always have a wonderful show when we got that AAU profile, baby. That AAU profile. Scotty. Wait a minute. Hold up. Let me get it together. Our AAU profile for this day's show, this Wednesday's show, Young Man. Out of West Palm Beach, Florida, Scotty Bonds, 6'8 forward out of West Palm Beach, Florida. He's not committed to any college yet. Phenomenal player, man. Scotty Bonds is an excellent player. And I tell you what, whatever collegiate, whatever college he goes to, excuse me, they're going to have a great one. Scotty Bonds. A lot of people say if he didn't have to go to college or overseas, he would be going straight into the NBA. That's how talented Scotty Barnes is. Phenomenal player. And his AAU outfit is Nike Team Florida. His AAU outfit is Nike Team Florida. And Scotty Barnes is our AAU uh, profile for this Wednesday's show out of West Palm Beach, Florida. All right. All right, now. We've reached that point in the show, people, that we always reach. If you want to be a sponsor to the show, All Things Basketball Podcast, or you want your ads to your company to be on the show, hit me up at All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram and leave a message, or hit me up at All Things Basketball Podcast on Facebook, hit the email button, and leave your information. If you want to be a sponsor to the show, All Things Basketball Podcast, or if you want your ads to your company to be on our show, those are the two things that you must do. Thank you very, very much. Once again, people, tap in. Tap in All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram. Tap in All Things Basketball Podcast on Facebook. And if you need good training, you know what to do. Hit the email button, leave your information, and we'll get right back to you. Download, share, like, download. Come on, people, All Things Basketball Podcast. It's for you. Let's go. Well, coming out of that L.A. Spark building, I think we all knew that this was coming. The L.A. Sparks ownership um, wants to have a several sit-downs with one Derek Fisher. Now, he's still the head coach of the L.A. Spark, but the season for the L.A. Spark ended up very bizarre. It ended up with uh, the deciding game in the L.A. Sparks uh, series in the playoffs with Candace Parker, Nika Kumake, and and uh, Natisha Howard sitting out. The three best players on the team sitting out the whole fourth quarter. How do you expect to win? Well, anyway, Derek Fisher's being called to fire. All right? He hasn't gotten fired. I mean, he's called to the flames. I'm sorry. And so we're going to find out within the next month or so whether Derek Fisher will still be the head coach of the L.A. Sparks or not. 
he's going to have to go through a lot of inter- I mean a lot of conversation and discussions with the LA Sparks brass because they're not happy with what went on. They're not happy paying their top players and their all-star players to sit down. And so they might just want reasoning why he sat them. From what I'm hearing, they wanted to play. They suggested Candace Parker, Nika Kumake, and a few other players suggested a defense to him, and he got upset and sat them. Well, I mean, they're on the court. They're your eyes on the court. I'm a coach. If any of my players came to me and said, hey, Coach Luke, I think we should play a 1-3-1 zone. Hey, is that what you think? Well, let's give it a shot. It might work. Some coaches get so caught up into who they are and because they can make the the ultimate decision. They forget that not only are the coaches and the trainers and the players, everybody's a team and everybody's working in unison for the benefit of the team. Okay, so, you know, you have the, as the coach, hey, you do have the right to say yay and nay. But if you listen to your players, because I'm one of those coaches that love players to have input. I love it when one of my players can come to me and say, Coach Luke, maybe we should do this or maybe we should do that because that's a wonderful thing. It lets me know that my players are really in tune with what's going on on the court. But we're kind of getting off. We're talking about Derek Fisher. He's going to have to answer a few more questions in that L.A. Spark building We don't know whether he'll be back on that bench with the L.A. Spark or will they hire a new head coach. Hey, Coach Luke's available. (laughs) But, you know, we don't know what's going to happen with Derek Fisher. So coming out of that L.A. Spark building, Derek Fisher will be having several meetings with the L.A. Spark brass. Man, have you guys been watching Giannis, man? Giannis is surging. It looks like he really wants to get a second MVP right now. He is balling out of control. And the way that he shredded my Knicks last night, I said, oh, man, I I, I wanted to turn the TV. It was so bad. He had over 40 points in three quarters. 40 points in three quarters. And so Giannis Antetokounmpo is really balling hard right now, man. He's looking unstoppable. And if he continues this way, I don't see it. Right now, you know, I believe it's a two-person race. It's a two-person race. Now, a lot of people say Luka Doncic, and he's having a phenomenal year. But I really believe it's up to Giannis and AD right now. It's up to Giannis and AD with the beard swinging in there somewhere. So it's more like a three-man race. But the beard is having an up and down, an up and down. He's scoring, but, you know, you also got to look at the wins and losses, too, when it comes to MVP. And so you got those three guys at racing hard. But we're kind of getting off because I'm talking about Giannis Antetokounmpo. Phenomenal balling right now. He's really setting the league on fire. He's taking no prisoners. He's laying it down, man. So Giannis is looking like he's trying to nail down another MVP. And not only nail down another MVP, he's looking like he wants to take the Milwaukee Bucks to the championship, man. Phenomenal play. 
out of Giannis Antetokounmpo. All right. Well, people, guess what? Zion Williamson will be having his debut January 22nd, tentatively, against the San Antonio Spurs. So Zion will be in the building in the next week or so, and I can't wait to see Zion in an NBA uniform doing his thing. And man, he's going up against a real tough foe in those San Antonio Spurs and Coach Greg Popovich. And so that's going to be a very interesting show. That's, I mean, game, excuse me, game when Zion Williamson makes his return or actually his first game in his rookie season in the NBA when he plays against the San Antonio Spurs on January 22nd. Well, people, wonderful, wonderful show. I like to thank all of the people that share, download, like. I like to thank all of my people on Instagram that hit me up on the gram. Everybody that hits me up on Facebook. You know, it's a wonderful thing. Keep hanging in there with us. You know, follow me and I'll follow you is the motto. All right. And we're still in grind time. 2020 grind time here at All Things Basketball Podcast. And we'll see you next Monday at 7 o'clock. Good night. God bless.